0: Commence primary ignition. is up all of you Ugnaughts and Jawas out there and welcome back to Mando Talk. I am your host as always Caleb Keller and I've got a special edition of Mando Talk for you on this lovely video if you're on YouTube or podcast episode if you are on our podcast platforms. If you are a diehard listener of the show you know that i just recently went to galaxy's edge if you are new here then that's new information for you that i got to go and by the way if you are new here we greatly appreciate you checking us out and by us i mean usually it's me and dj foster but today it is only me because i get to share this experience that i got to partake in and i was trying to say this by the way If you're new here, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done so already. We are on the road to 200 subscribers by the time that Obi-Wan Kenobi premieres, which while I was gone, while I was off planet to Batuu, we got a new premiere date, and we'll discuss that premiere date and other news pieces Thursday at 6 p.m. Central live on the YouTube channel. And, of course, that live stream will become our podcast episode the following morning. So all good things coming here at Mando Talk, but let's get all of that out of the way. We've we've gotten it all out of the way, and now it's time for me to share my experience at galaxy's edge now while i was away i was i was gone to disney world in orlando florida for a solid week and when we went to hollywood studios which is where galaxy's edge is located I would just make notes in my phone's notes here, and I'm literally going to just to make sure that I hit everything that I wanted to report to you guys, I'm going to be reading from the notes that I created, Uh, that way I know for sure I don't miss anything so a little bit different than what I usually do I usually go kind of off the cuff. I, I hate to, you know, those of you on YouTube, you just see me kind of visually see reading something. I like to, you know, be eye to eye with the camera most times, but I got to make sure that I report to you guys everything that you need to know from the outer rim, the planet of Batu. So let's go ahead and do this thing. And by the way, podcast listeners, I will say this, I am going to be sharing some pictures photos, and maybe a special surprise of something that I got at Galaxy's Edge on YouTube. Like I'm going to have those visual representations on that video. So if you're not able to check out the video on YouTube, obviously keep listening on podcasts. But if you are able to see it on YouTube, that's the best way to see it. So okay, let's get into this thing. Let me start to uh, explain to you my experience At Galaxy's Edge, the first thing that we got to do was we got to go to Rise of the Resistance, our first uh, ride, our first experience with Rise of the the Resistance, that's right, our first, we'll get to how many times I got to do it. We woke up at 6.10 in the morning to be at Hollywood Studios at Park opening we were dedicated we wanted to make sure that we were not going to miss this thing and that we were going to be able to catch a ride on rise of the resistance and we were there so early that we were the second group in our line of people to get in the park and at park opening i kid you not the fastest that i ever speed walked all the way back to that ride rise of the resistance making a point to go to batu on the side where rise of the resistance is located and not necessarily the scenic atmospheric route through toy story land i had i tweeted out before i went to galaxy's edge like pointers hints tips and things for people to let me know of i heard a lot of people say go through toy story land because that's the most immersive and that's the way it was designed to be but since we went to uh, galaxy's edge on a mission to get on rise of the resistance and make sure that we got that ride in before it got crazy and before potentially the ride broke down I wanted to avoid that at first and just go in on that side. So I didn't necessarily take in the Falcon and take in the, the Batuu scene and everything like that. And I just went straight to line. So, I guess that was kind of, I I mean, a negative in a sense that I didn't get to just take it all in. It was more so just a rush to make sure that we got on Rise of the Resistance, but it was well worth it. I guarantee you it was well, well worth it. Okay, so we were there so early that we were able to walk straight onto the ride and make it to the first launch. Of the entire day, the entire day we were the first group on Rise of the Resistance. We get a, we had a front row seat to see Ray, BBA, and Poe informing us of our mission. We rush into a transport where we are caught by the First Order. We are captured from the transport and removed onto a First Order Star Destroyer with a fleet of stormtroopers and Imperial officers instructing us where to go. The Imperial officers put us in a holding cell where Kylo Ren and General Hux threatened to share where the secret uh, or threaten us to make sure that we share where the secret resistance base is. Of course, the resistance ends up showing up to save us from the cell. Our group gets a front row seat and by our group, meaning me, my wife, my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law, we had a front row seat on the shuttle. Um, And this is based on Imperial officers giving us an assigned color. While you go into the Star Destroyer, they give you an assigned color, and that assigned color is the row that you get in on the little shuttle that your group is assigned to. And the color that we got, luckily, was the front row. And the ride begins moving from room to room as we escape the First Order's grip. We have had stormtroopers firing at us, going under AT-ATs. That was awesome. And an AT-AT firing at us. We got to see a viewing of a fleet In space, which was really cool, and Kylo Ren chasing us through the halls, which was by far one of the best uh, parts. The shuttle ends up making it to an escape pod. Uh, Finn is kind of leading us the way throughout the um, the Star Destroyer halls. And this is the surprising moment I didn't know that this was going to happen. We were very surprised by dropping from this escape pod and it was very believable it felt like we were actually traveling uh, through space. And we safely arrive back to Batuu. That's kind of the walkthrough of what Rise of the Resistance is like. Those of you that have done it before, you know it all too well. And those of you that haven't been able to do it before, I guarantee you, me just giving you that description isn't enough. Uh, you need, if you're a Star Wars fan, you have got to experience this thing. But that ride first experience was absolutely incredible. Okay, so that was the first exposure, first experience that I had at galaxy's edge was actually getting to do the thing, getting to do the thing that so many people have gotten to be able to do, but so many people so many more people probably want to do so that was really, really, really awesome. So the next thing that we decided to do. I think this was this was kind of later in the day we decided to actually walk through the park. Um, and while we were walking through the park, we did make a point to actually enter through toy story land. And you get to hear that galaxy's edge score with the sound of like star Wars critters chirping. And it was, it was just immaculate, honestly, like it's incredible. The, the tweets and the, and the things that you guys reached out to me on Twitter, t- giving me hints for going through toy story land is 1000% on the money. That's the experience that you really want to take in if you're trying to take, all of Batuu in, in its glory. Uh, I'd got to have a quick conversation with two stormtroopers in front of an Imperial shuttle. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe I've heard this. I've read it, that the Imperial shuttle that's at Disney World in Orlando was actually originally designed to be in episode nine, but it was cut. So they just seamlessly put that thing in the park. I've read that somewhere. I don't know if that's fact. I know some of you are like, diehard, like, detailed you know everything about galaxy's edge if that's true please let me know because i've been telling everybody that that's true if it's not please let me know but really cool it was really cool to see this shuttle that was the first like first large scale thing that i got to see i hadn't seen the falcon yet so this was a good this was a great uh little tease but of course next walking through the streets kind of in just a linear path Next is the Falcon, and I kid you not, guys, I was literally taken aback every single time that I walked around this thing. It is absolutely incredible, and we got to enjoy lunch side by side right beside the falcon we kind of sat on a rock to the side and was able to just take the entire scene in and we had a ronto wrap and i had a Tatooine sunset beverage from ronto roasters um, and it was great honestly out of the entire experience like we went to magic kingdom we went to animal kingdom epcot all of it i know i'm a little biased but that ronto wrap may have been my favorite meal the entire week obviously star wars biased here but hey It was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. Okay, so the next thing that I got to do in Galaxy's Edge was the wife and I went to the Toydarian Maker and we bought an Ahsoka Tano and Jar Jar Binks plush toy that are absolutely awesome. They're cute. They're perfect. I'm sure that they will be passed on to future kids, Lord willing. Uh, They're awesome. We love them. Maddie, my wife, picked out Jar Jar, and I picked out Ahsoka. So hey, Props to Maddie for picking out Jar Jar. Honestly, like a lot of people probably don't wouldn't pick Jar Jar, but admittedly that was probably going to be my second choice after Ahsoka. So I'm really glad uh, that she rolled with that one. Okay, my next experience in Galaxy's Edge was I got to do the Millennium Falcon Smugglers run and this one I did only have the opportunity to do once so I would love to be able to go back and do this multiple times to actually take in everything some more I tried to take in as much as possible the first time but let me go ahead and, sh- and share this experience in detail a 60 minute wait was listed but it was more like 45 minutes and felt even shorter as we were taking in the sights sounds and vibes we make our way onto the falcon and we get to choose whether to be pilots or or gunners and of course i chose to be a pilot luckily though luckily though originally my sister in law was the like co-pilot the the chewbacca seat if you will but i remember being told that you want to be in that seat because you get to punch the ship punch the falcon into hyperspace and so we kind of had a a conversation a short little conversation before we actually got into the uh, cockpit of the falcon and and my sister-in-law allowed me to be the co-pilot because I had always talked about how I would love to be able to pull down on that lever and shoot us off into hyperspace. And luckily we made that switch because that is fact. Like if you want to jump the falcon into hyperspace you want to be in the chewbacca seat not necessarily the han solo seat which was awesome though because i got to do my chewbacca roar while we were doing the thing so it was incredible it it was great okay moving on so yeah luckily my sister-in-law decided to take the left and right like steering so that's the main pilot you you control the falcon either going left or right and then the co-pilot what i ended up doing um Handles going up or down. And like I said, in my opinion, I I enjoyed kind of taking the backseat, being the co pilot, so I could uh, make us jump into hyperspace. And we did, in fact, completely uh, successfully completed the mission with plenty of life to spare. I've heard stories of people getting on that thing and them not being able to finish the mission. We were able to, I think we still had like 50 something life left. uh, And, you know, not coming at my sister-in-law too hard but i felt like it was probably her left and right maneuvering there a couple times Maybe mine sometimes, but maybe the wife and the mother-in-law in the background weren't probably shooting all the, all the incoming targets. They were probably, or I know my wife, Maddie was nervous about the movements. So who knows? I don't know. It wasn't me though, right? It wasn't me. Couldn't have been me. I was one with the force. There was no way that I was going to let us not be able to finish that mission, but it was great. I tried to like throw in some lines. Like I said, the Chewbacca roar to really try to immerse myself as far as being part of the story so it was great I really wish I could go and and do that again and maybe one day I'll be able to because I, I feel like one thing that I missed out on was like taking in everything just more like I tried to take it in as much as possible but I have a great memory of Rise of the Resistance, but I feel like I could walk through the hallways of the Falcon and walk into the cockpit for the first time, or I guess for a second time, and really take in just the the lights, the buttons, the sounds, the looks. I would really like to go back and experience that one more time. Okay, the next thing that I got to do in Galaxy's Edge was Rise of the resistance number two, the park was close to closing and rise the resistance had a 60 minute wait and we were like look that's not that long compared to what it's been the entire day it's usually like 120 130 at least the week that we were there. But it was actually more so like a 30 minute wait, like we were barely in line, we got on that thing pretty quick. And we got to take in the sights, sounds and vibes of actually having to wait in line this time. Because when we opened the park, we just walked straight in and we didn't have to be in line long at all. Uh, so that was, that was good. It's cool to wait. Sometimes, you know, you get to see like all the blasters, the helmets, the jumpsuits, everything. It it was great. It was great to actually wait in line. So I'm glad that we got to experience that. Okay. Things that made the second time different. I enjoyed bantering with a couple of First Order officers. Like when we got captured by the First Order, I I tried to play the part and act like I was resistance or whatever and talk a little smack. That was fun. The workers did a great job as far as continuing to be in character. That was awesome. I did not notice on the first ride, on the first time going through, I did not notice Kylo Ren thrusting his lightsaber through the ceiling while he's chasing us through the hallways. Maybe that didn't happen the first time. Maybe that it was like a glitch early in the morning that they weren't able to get going as park was opening because I feel like I would have caught that or remembered it. But the second time for sure. It happened and it was really cool. It it was really great to see. And I didn't notice. And again, this might have been something that happened or didn't happen the first time, but did happen the second time. The second time we kind of rose up to the height of the cockpit, if you will, of the ATAT before it started shooting at us, I didn't notice that the first time. Maybe I was just caught up in the moment and I was taking it all in and didn't notice that small detail, but that's not really a small detail, but whatever. It was great to actually do it a second time to get um, some of those extra details that maybe I was just overwhelmed by at first that I completely missed. Okay, that wrapped up the takeaways that I had for Rise of the Resistance number two. The next thing that I got to do, and this was kind of a stress for me throughout the week, was I actually was able to get into Doc Anders' antiquities. I believe it's antiquities. I made these notes quickly. I couldn't remember if it was antiques or antiquities, but I think it's antiquities. Okay. Maybe, maybe not. But anyway, I was able to get in after struggling, like throughout the week, it felt like I had to um, make a reservation, but we got to the point where again, we were, this was another day. So after we did rise, the resistance one, and after we did Falcon and after we did rise of the resistance 2, this was a like a Friday that we went back, and this was a another night's park closing timeframe that we were able to get inside Doc Anders. And we just walked right in and I had the ability to hold raise the rise of Skywalker saber. And Cal Kestis's saber because I was kind of in a time crunch so you'll know why I was in a time cr- time crunch here in a minute, but. I got to hold those two. We were only allowed to hold three. And I knew that it was between those two anyway. So I didn't take the time to hold a third one. In hindsight, I wish I had just to say that, oh, I was able to hold, I don't know, Mace Windu or Anakin Skywalker, just anybody, a third saber, if you will. I wish I had had just taken the time, which in hindsight, I don't think I would have been able to do it. And again, I'll share why here in a minute. But I got to hold those two at least. And I made the decision to choose Calcestis and I got the cal calcestis hilt with a 31 inch blade. And again, those of you that are on YouTube, you can see the images that I took with this thing uh in Galaxy's Edge. I took a picture and multiple pictures in front of the Falcon and multiple pictures in front of that Imperial shuttle. But again, here for your YouTube for the YouTube viewers. I've got this thing in my hand. So here's a close look of the Cal Kestis saber in full detail. It is an absolutely stunning hilt. It is absolutely stunning. I currently don't have the blade inside of it, but I tell you what, I will do that here in a second. I love the details that are in this saber. It is unreal. And I kid you not that this thing is a solid five pounds at the minimum. I was kind of concerned trying to get this thing through the airport when we tried to come back home because this technically is definitely longer than seven inches and could definitely be considered as a club, it is that heavy. I was concerned that they weren't going to let me walk through security with it. But luckily they did. I was one with the force and I was able to get by with it. But this thing is absolutely gorgeous. And let me actually fire this thing up for you. So bear with me. I I might, you know, stumble a little bit here as I get this going. But we're doing this live together, if you will. So we're going to try to get this thing going so you can hear the actual sound. It's a beautiful sound, guys. It's absolutely stunning. So oh, we got it. We're getting there. I love that. I didn't know that it was going to make that clicking noise whenever you activate the blade inside it. And here we go. I got it ready. You ready? You ready? There it is. It is stunning. I am so pleased with getting this. I'm so glad that I got this one. I I made the decision to get the Cal Kestis saber because I felt like that one was the least likely one to ever be released anywhere else. Like right now, it's just a Galaxy's Edge exclusive. But of course, you know, raise the rise of Skywalker Saber, Leia's Saber, Anakin Saber, you name it. All of those you can kind of get like the Force Effects ones. And obviously I know these Galaxies Edge ones are a little bit higher in detail, but still, like I'm so glad that I got the Cal Kestis one. And I think last week or two weeks ago when we last did an episode, I had to fire, I had to fire it up again. I think last time that we did an episode I said that I wanted to get the Calcestis one and I stuck to it so I'm really glad that I stuck to it it's an absolutely stunning lightsaber hilt and I can't wait to just show this thing off some more but anyway back to sharing my experience I had to let you guys know about the details and everything with that thing if you're able ever able to go to Galaxy's Edge go to Doc Anders and hold is the three hold whatever top three lightsabers you want. Me, I was only able to do two because I was in a time crunch. But hold whatever three you want to do because you'll you won't regret it. Um, and here's why. Here is why I was not able to hold a third one because guess what, folks? We got to ride Rise of the Resistance a third time. It was nine o'clock, which is when park closes at Galaxy's Edge. And I was in Doc Anders like I didn't think that I was going to be able to get on Rise of the Resistance because technically they're not supposed to let people go onto the ride after park closes but while i was securing that cal Kestis saber my mother-in-law and my sister-in-law were in line for rise of the resistance and as soon as we got the saber we rushed over me and my wife my wife was with me we rushed over to the rise of the resistance line one of the workers was like no you can't go in there but then we explained to them that we got to meet back up with our our with our family and he was like okay FaceTime them real quick, verify that they're actually in line. And so we FaceTime them real quick. And they were literally on deck to go in the uh, transport to start the Rise of the Resistance mission. And we FaceTimed them. We walked through the lightning lane and we were right there. So a third time, I consider myself extremely lucky, lucky to be able to say that. For a third time, I was able to ride Rise of the Resistance. And we did, we did have an opportunity to ride rise the resistance the next day but we decided you know what 3 is enough if we did it a fourth time it might not seem as special you know star wars is all about trilogies we did rise the resistance as a trilogy we got to do it three times that was the perfect number we capped it there but i got this shot again i'm sorry podcast listeners but i got the image up on youtube we i, I was able to get this shot with the stormtroopers there on that ride uh for rise the resistance so It was well worth it. So glad that I was able to do it for a third and final time. And after, okay, this night even gets, this night gets even better. After we got off Rise of the Resistance, my sister-in-law surprised me with a Oga's Cantina reservation after park close. So at 945, well at 45 minutes after park is closed, we had a reservation in Oga's where we were able to indulge in let's see what they were called java juice and hyperdrive punch it those were the beverages of choice amongst our party uh non-alcoholic. We didn't get into the alcoholic beverages. We went strictly with uh, the non-alcoholic selection. Jabba Juice and Hyperdrive Punch It, really cool. A really cool vibe, really cool atmosphere. Again, I would love to go back and spend some more time there, but we kind of had to rush out of there as well because the Skyliner to get back to our resort We had to be there by a certain time, like 1030. So we were able to be in there for like 30 minutes. So don't get me wrong. I was able to take it all in, but come on. I want to be in there for hours and hours. I don't think they let you be in there for hours and hours, though. I think they actually do give you a time limit as far as you being allowed to be in Ocas Cantina. But it was great. And to top it all off, I wanted to say this. DJ Rex brings the heat great phenomenal droid i kind of forgot the that droid's name i had to ask a worker in there who, who i was i was just like look who's the dj he's bringing the fire tonight and he went with it and he was like oh, it's dj rex he's known throughout the galaxy it was great it was absolutely great but to to top this all off what this allowed us to do uh, as far as in Going to Ogus Cantina after part closed at 945. It allowed us to walk around Galaxy's Edge completely closed. Like no one else was there. It was just the people that were in Ogus Cantina or the people that were leaving Ogus Cantina and, and going back to wherever they came from. So when we left Ogus Cantina, I kid you not, we were the only people that were walking through Galaxy's Edge. So that's when we kind of got those images of of me with the lightsaber we also had some images of me with the lightsaber before we got into Ogus cantina so it was a vibe i kid you not it was a vibe it was great i loved it okay so that wraps up day two in galaxy's edge and i feel like i haven't depicted that correctly so just let me real quickly recap rise of the resistance number one was day one in galaxy's edge Walking through the park and getting the toys, Ahsoka Tano and Jar Jar Binks toys was also day one. And then doing the smugglers run was also day one. And Rise of the Resistance number two was also day one. So that is a loaded day, a loaded day at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Doc Anders Antiquities Rise of the Resistance number three and Oga's Cantina was all day two. So we went there, we went to uh, Galaxy's Edge kind of afternoon, uh, our, our second day of Galaxy's Edge. It was kind of toward the afternoon and late into the night because we had that reservation at Oga's Cantina. So that's two total days at Galaxy's Edge. And finally, we had a third and final day. We we had three days in Hollywood Studios of our entire week's day at Disney World. And our third day was really just kind of a last visit and taking in all of the vibes one more time. And what we did was we saved trying blue and green milk for the last time on that last day, day number three in galaxy's edge. And for an extra treat sidebar, if you've been there, you may have tried this. If, if not, if you haven't been there, try it when you go, uh, we, I asked for an extra cup, I asked for an extra cup when we got the blue and the green milk to mix the two. And that was just as good. I have to say the blue milk was my favorite. Green milk wasn't bad, but the blue milk just tasted better, in my opinion. And It also gave me original trilogy vibes, which I personally thoroughly enjoyed Uh, because admittedly, it is very sequel heavy there. But the blue milk just reminded me of the original trilogy because that's, you know, when you first see it. So that was great. Blue milk my favorite number two, I would say it would be the two mixed. And then number three would be the green milk, but that I'm glad that we saved that for the last time. I'm glad that we kind of paced out all of these incredible experiences. Um, we sipped on that blue milk in front of the first order fighter, uh, shuttle, whatever you want to call it. And we soaked in the millennium Falcon one last time. Now, while we were walking out, I talked some smack with a stormtrooper. I asked the stormtrooper where Kylo Ren was, and he said that was none of my business. So that was really funny and really cool. And then I also tried to talk Wookiee with another stormtrooper, and he acted as though he couldn't understand me. You know, he kind of like tapped on his helmet, like he couldn't process what I was trying to say. So that was really cool. That was really special. And that was my official last visit on Batu in Galaxy's Edge. And clearly, I don't know if you if you can't tell you're crazy. Clearly, I had an absolute blast. And I cannot wait to potentially maybe one day go again. And who knows, maybe the next time maybe it's just me, or maybe the next time I'm able to go, I'm passing it on to Lord willing kids or something like that, or just someone. And It's really something like maybe tell you what Mando Talk collectively needs to go like everybody that's been involved with Mando Talk. We need to get me, Jacob, B.A., DJ, Zach. We need to all go. Wouldn't that be something that would be absolutely incredible? I would love to do it. But listen, that was my experience. At Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, if you have an experience, you let me know in the comments in discord wherever I would love to hear your experience at this place. Tell me some things that I missed out on. Tell me some things that you feel like I really got lucky with. Just give me some feedback. Like, did I do this trip right? Did I miss out what just let me know. I know there's people out there that know way more about Galaxy's Edge than I ever could. So Feel free. Jump in the comments. Give me a shout wherever, whenever. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, at Mando Talk. Like I mentioned already, Discord link is in the description. And then again, if you're on YouTube, just drop it in the comments. I would love to hear from you. But that was my experience at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Uh, can't wait to share some more info. If you bring some questions, tell you what, what I can do is address them on Thursday's live stream at 6 PM central, and I'll see you there. And until next time, as always, hold up, hold up again. If you like what you see, if you like what you hear, subscribe, uh, incredible community that we've got building here because I know some of you have expressed to me that they couldn't wait to hear my experience and and us having like a a community like that of just being supportive and, and sharing to me like that they can't wait to hear from me that that means the world to me so keep bringing that energy and let's now go ahead and get out of here and until next time as always we have spoken